Hi, hi everyone. I am back and uh, I'm not in a random office this time. I am back in a good old quality WeWork phone booth. And uh, yes, yeah, so unfortunately, we're not going to have any guest appearances from random people who just pop up in the background like we did last time. But hopefully for those of you who watch the video, it's entertaining for people who are listening to this on the podcast. You've not got a clue what I'm talking about. Uh, carry on as you were. So uh, I'm going to kick things off with a real win this week. I'm going to pat myself on the back because the little co-working, networking meetup group that I started uh, just over six months ago is not so little anymore. Uh, about, I guess, like four or five weeks ago, I, I posted on LinkedIn to say we've reached 250 people. And as of last night, we doubled. The group is now 500 people strong, which is, it's absolutely amazing. At no point did I think we were going to hit that. I mean, it just never even occurred to me that it would grow that big. That wasn't really why I started it. It was more, you know, meet people and and learn from them. But I, there wasn't a number attached. It was just, you know, I feel like I need this in my life to keep me going. And I wonder if other people might feel the same too. So whoop whoop 500 and uh the next happy hour is next week we've already got 130 people rsvp'd which is just like out of this world and like i know like there'll be a significant drop off because i'm not charging um but you know i'll send out a reminder and we'll see what we can do but i am going to start charging so i think the next one i'm going to put like a five or ten dollar fee attached but everybody who's been to an event before I'll grandfather in so I want to you know keep looking after the people who've supported me from the very beginning who've been with us have sort of grown through it all and then newbies who come along unfortunately you're gonna have to pay a little bit of money but you know if, if you believe in it if you're getting good quality value and conversations out of it then hopefully it'll be just a very very small price to pay so anyway uh yeah really pleased with with the week so far and uh really proud of of everything we've achieved and it was so lovely to get some shout outs on linkedin when i posted it and yeah it's it's cool so anyway what else do i want to talk to you about um i think the other thing that uh has been really great to see this week too is not only the the community grow but also everyone just talking to themselves and sharing and supporting and like I was talking about this I think last week where everyone was sort of rallying behind but like it's continuing and people are, are doing things to help out and and somebody yesterday I think it was or the day before yesterday just quoted I love this group already like they, they put that in the whatsapp and that really you know made me feel good too so Anyway, I'm not trying to like boast, although maybe I should, um, because without me, it wouldn't be there, but that's not who I am. So it's it's a community group, it's everyone's, and yeah, I just hope you're getting something out of it to everybody who's part of it. And if you're not, then come join. And anyway, so now I want to talk about, you know, what, I'm, what am I learning as I go through my customer research and on all of the interviews that I've done so far with the Knowledge Shop 2.0. And specifically, I've been talking to people around how do they manage content? Um, I personally, um, I mean, yes, I'm sharing stuff all the time, but I'm not alone in that. You know, I think there are many people who have that same 
a challenge you know you're constantly researching new things um that could be a founder that could be somebody who works in corporate innovation that could be a journalist frankly and you need to be able to keep track of that and like how do you do that easily and then how do you share that with other people as well i mean i think we all have like i'm gonna call it like just online dumping grounds or folders where you just shove everything in like never to be seen again so i'm just curious to see how people are managing that how big an issue it is um and what i'm finding is that you know you've got people who just i guess it comes down to how organized are you in real life and the more organized you are then the less of a challenge it's going to be but with the one big caveat being and this seems to be true across the board if you find information when you least expect it it's really hard to manage so i'll give you an example if you are actively researching about health tech accelerators let's say yeah you are a health tech entrepreneur and you're actively researching about accelerators so all the research you're doing is to find the right right accelerator doing your due diligence around that but there may be coincidentally because obviously a lot of accelerators will invest you find a load of great information about fundraising and investments and you don't want to lose that but what do you do with it so that whole sort of unexpectedly found content is the stuff that's hard to manage um well that that's what it seems to be from what i've discovered from from the interview so far so that definitely seems to be a pain point and interestingly a lot of people are well, not a lot of people but some people are like well you know find it and i put it into a bucket but then i never look at it again because either i've moved on and i don't actually need it or because i just couldn't find it and so i think that's another interesting note it's like did they not use it because they couldn't find it you know which came first the chicken or the egg did they not use it again because it was too hard or did they genuinely not have the problem and i think you know you sort of drill down a bit more in that i was talking to somebody earlier and just a an off-the-cuff sort of conversation and he was like oh i don't think this problem i don't recognize this problem i don't share anything with anybody and the more i sort of drilled down on it the more he reeled off all of these different tools that he was using and how he does actually share things but i think it was just that terminology of am i actively sharing something on an individual one-on-one -on -one basis or am I using tools to allow me to manage that? So he was using a lot of Notion um, and Notion integration. So like, you know, incorporating things into Zapier and using maybe like monday.com or whatever. And so Notion was like really the wiki, the, the directory that was sort of running all of the information, which then meant you could easily share that with other people, but he just hadn't thought about it in that way. And I think even at the end of the call, he wasn't really thinking about it that way, but that was just a really interesting uh, observation too. And so after that, I started doing a load of digging into Notion because I've used Notion a little bit, but I always think of it as a bit like glorified Google Docs. But clearly it can do so much and I'm going to have to really dig in a bit more. And so right now my gut feel is so many people are aware of Notion right now, but they're not using it. And why is that? Um, and I've got to think a big part of that is the overwhelm because there's so much you can do. Like, let's just really, let's just strip it down to the basics what is the real problem that you have right now and let's not try and boil the ocean so that could be something um i've also um finished off a new landing page this week so like a data capture form that i've built in card i will link to it here um i'm going to share it with some 
found a friend, some uh, copy people to get their take on it and see if they have any thoughts about how I could tighten it, how I can finesse it. Um, and then I need to try and figure out how to connect it to my website because I don't want to have two different websites going. I want everything to be connected because I tried to like to back up. I tried to sort of make the knowledge shop main domain look much nicer and cleaner and it, it did a little bit. I wanted it to really reflect the stage that I was at right now with a new sort of problem area. Um, and it just didn't look that good. So then I used card and it looks so much better. But because of that, now I've got two separate websites. And I need to try and figure out how I can put it as like a subdomain or um, mask the URL or something. So I'm going to be learning about that. And then I did learn about this new tool called waitlist which seems really cool and it, it looks great on the knowledge shop domain but I haven't been able to figure out how to incorporate it into card and specifically what it does is it just allows you to in some ways it's gamification of um data capture of, of your waitlists so by that i mean it's like you can sign up and then you as an individual can check back in and see where you are on the wait list. Um, you can also bump yourself up on the wait list, uh, depending on the number of referrals that you give. So it's quite, uh, quite clever and, and very easy to manage. And, and so I think I'd like to use that, but I just don't know how to incorporate it into an easy to manage way. So the card integration right now is just a very straightforward, would you like to be added to our wait list? And then it goes through to MailChimp. Um, and then the whole rabbit hole about MailChimp is now I need to figure out my whole data structure properly because I need to know who came through to MailChimp because they wanted to join the waitlist, who came through to it because they wanted to join the newsletter that I do, who came through to it because they met me at a meetup. I'm getting people coming in from all sorts of different areas and then most of my emails come out through HubSpot so already I've got like quite a big data slash technical debt that I need to sort out and I think that's going to be my job for tomorrow so yeah so there's a lot going on but it's all very productive and it's going to be really interesting to see how these um, interviews continue how the content and the messaging resonates whether it resonates with certain people or not and that then helps me understand whether there's whether there is a there there and a, and a a real problem to solve or is it actually it's just a headache as opposed to a migraine and we need to look a bit more deeply at it but I can't help but think that if there are these tools already in, out there like Evernote and I've had two well three including me people say well, I used to use Evernote but I gave up then maybe there is an opportunity and I, I know Notion you either love Notion or you don't use it and it's like a real bifurcation. So is there an opportunity there to just make it a little bit easier? I don't know. Only time will tell. But that is me for this week. So uh, yeah, if you haven't already done so, join the, the Slack group for, for the Knowledge Shop. If you're in New York, come to next week's meetup at Selena in Chelsea. Um, but overall, it has been a really good week. Um, congrats to the 500. Very excited. Um, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks. See you. Bye.